Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, you lovely lot, and welcome to Football Manager Therapy. I'm Matt Richards, and on this week's episode, we swap goals for gelato, free kicks for free courses, and 5-0 frashings for some accidental plate smashing. Joining me as always is the creme brulee to my crew Alexander away. It's Tony Jameson. Bonsoir. I figured I'd go French tonight because it just did sound weird if we're going to do like yeah. culinary chat. I just figured, you know, French is the poshest food, isn't it? So I, I, that's how I'd do it. Well, that's, I mean, I don't know. That's debatable that, you know, because again, like there's, there's, it could be some shouts for Italian, you know, but then I suppose because we're British, we're quite, you know, quite accessible to Italian restaurants, I guess, here. So maybe it is a little less, you know, posh. But I guess, I guess we're talking like fine cooking. You, you kind of think of all the, the classically trained chefs in France, I guess. Exactly, exactly. You know, a bit of Jean-Michel Roux, uh, you know, get, get all that going on. So I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm, yeah, give, give me, give me a big bowl of French food now more the moon, you know. I love it. That's good to know. And let's stop talking about food now because I know nothing about <laughs> it. Tell us, tell us, it's quite good. Uh, it's, but this is it. Like, I, if, if you think I know nothing about football, I, 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 talk to me about food. It, it, it angers people that I'm not a foodie. I've noticed this. I don't, and I, I'm putting it out into the world now, aren't I? and I'm going to get angry tweets and messages about this, but I just don't, like, I like food and, you know, if I, I have something to eat, I go, ooh, isn't that enjoyable? But, like, you know, when, like, people really like going out to dinner and, like, really, like, you know, everything around it and, like, get super excited about it and they have favourite restaurants and I just don't have any of that at all. I've totally got that. I've totally, that's the only thing I've got. Like, like since the pandemic's happened, the only thing I've missed about going out is going for dinner. Or like a spontaneous, like, oh, I'll pop, we'll pop in there and have like a bite to eat in there or we'll uh, try, try a beer there or a glass of wine or whatever. Like, yeah, that's that's me. Yeah, but you, you, you like this about like coffee and alcohol as well, where I'm not. I'm just, it's, it, and this is the thing is like, I, I am fully admitting that there's something wrong with me. I mean, there's a lot of things wrong with me, but this is, this is very much a, a, a me thing. I, do you know what? It's probably because, because <laughs> of, because I'm gluten intolerant and a veggie. So I'm not exactly the most um, easy dinner guest if I'm coming around your house or going to a restaurant. But then at the same time, I'm not like fussed <laughs> as well. I'm like very unfussy. I'm just like, yeah, I could eat, I could eat. So yeah, basically what I'm saying is I'd be an absolute terrible contestant on Come Dine With Me. But don't fear, Tony, because tonight we are going to be picking eight Perfect contestants for Come Dine With Me. Hopefully we don't get sued by Channel 4. Well, we're officially calling it Come Luca Dean With Me. Um, so there you go. We'll uh, we'll call that. So we are doing a stupid episode this week. If you have been listening to us since the beginning, congratulations, first of all, for sticking with us. Um, secondly, you might remember our Christmas party episode. We thought it was well overdue that we had a ridiculous episode like that again so tonight we are casting our own version of a popular channel 4 show that we are calling com luca dean with me 
we are going to be picking four Champman or Football Manager legends to be contestants on our series slash week of episodes. Uh, and we have we have some rules. So we have to lay out uh, the free courses of their meal. Mm-hmm. We also have to describe what their entertainment is going to be because obviously there's always entertainment, isn't there? You know, they always have like a little gimmick. And then at the end of it, we are going to debate who would win our series. And then we are going to throw it over to you lovely listeners to pick who would have the better block of episodes out of me and Tony. So that's kind of what we're doing here. If you're wondering as well, we, we <laughs> I'm going to say coach trip because we're not going to use it now. We I just text Tony and our code word for these episodes is we're doing a chaos episode this week, which is essentially like going to Tony, oh, here's this new CrossFit workout, here's some coffee, and after you finish, here's some beer that unnecessarily has another flavour in it. And he's like, Oh, this is the best thing ever. I think I think given I think given what's been going on in the world of football, I think Chaos episode was a hundred percent the way to go, wasn't it? Going, let's just distance ourselves from everything. How do we not keep up with current affairs? We just make up ridiculous ideas. But some of the ideas that were thrown around were, were, were I, I, there were some funny ones, but my, my initial one was <laughs> we had to cast an episode of Coach Trip, European Coach Trip. Um, which would have been a similar thing, but but couples and partnerships. I, I think I think if we do that with managers and have like European, it's literally a coach trip, so it's a, a bus full of managers. Oh, that's good. That's a good. Okay, well, put a pin in that because we're going to be using that. At some point. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we 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 put it out to our lovely Discord members, and they decided that they wanted to do come come Dean with me, so we are doing that. So right, let's get stuck into this. So what we need to do at the beginning, now usually the way we do this is we go, Tony goes, I go, Tony goes, I go, which we are going to be doing. But for for the need of the this episode, we need to unveil our contestants at the top. So Tony, can you unveil to us who your four contestants on your episodes are? Okay, absolutely. Uh, so first uh, contestant we've got, we're going big early doors and he is kind of predictable but he has to go first because he's not allowed to stay out all night because his mum says so uh because he's only young he's 13 years old it's freddie adu it's gonna come out <laughs> okay uh which obviously means that when you go to his house you go into freddie adu's mum's for tea so that should be quite nice um also joining him is uh for me, a, a brilliant legend. I'm not sure how many people... You know, he was definitely popular enough. And I've gone with uh, Sweden's Teddy Lutchich. Okay. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Okay, so he's in there. Um, we've also got, because, you know, we've been discussing already the best food in the world, uh, a little bit of a little bit of culture, a little bit of sophistication, Sebastian Frey. Oh, Yes. I, I, yes. I knew, okay. I knew you'd like that. Okay. I'm, I'm, I I'm, like I'm on board now. Okay. Who's your final contestant, Tony? And final contestant, just to make the numbers up, a man who could sit in any seat on the table, a bit of, a bit of home, Paul Warhurst. Oh, great shout. Um, Blackburn and Bolton. Um, he's not a legend player. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm for you. Uh, and as I, breathe a metaphorical sigh of relief because you've not picked any of the people that I've also picked because we hadn't told each other beforehand. So, 
Okay, that's good. By the way, that is a strong lineup. I am all on board for Sebastian Frey. I'm interested to see where you go with this. All right, so my four contestants are the following. We're going big early doors like Tony. I've got Tonton, Zola, Makoku. Yes, good shout, good shout. Then slotting into the middle, I've got Anthony Van Den Bore. Oh, I like that. Then following that up, I've got Stefan Slakovic. Excellent shout. Excellent shout. And then finally, and this is probably the one where everyone's going to go, oh, okay. Former Wonder Kid on eh, probably around about FM 08, 09, 10. Uh, Welsh legend, Gareth Bale. Oh, that's a good, that's, that's very, I've literally done the response you're expecting there. Like, oh, yeah, that's a bit of left field. I actually picked someone that ended up having a career. <laughs> so, um, yes. So that's my lineup. That's my lineup. Um, okay, right. Let's get stuck into this. So, Tony, I'm going to let you go first. So, obviously, contestant number one starts off the whole week, sets the tone for the week. So, let's, uh, Let's set it off with contestant number one for you. Okay, so contestant number one, as we say, Freddie Adu, teenage sensation, 13 years old. Um, as I say, you know, he, he, he still lives at home with his parents. So when you do come to, to his house for, for your meal and you get to look around, you get to, experience where Freddie Adu lives and you get to uh, go through his kitchen and his bedroom and you see all of his wrestling wrestling posters and uh, his, his little games machines and stuff and his school books that he's just not really bothered about because he's going to be a, a sensational footballer, he doesn't need them um, he's got a Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles poster on the wall as well um, and he's settling everyone in and he's saying look you know, like I know I'm only 13 and I know I'm like dead good and I'm brilliant at football but I'm not much of a cook really because um, we haven't come up to that part of uh, school yet so I've not really been doing cooking um, I have however been given an endorsement deal so for starters we're going to have uh, Campbell's Soup uh, so I'm actually being paid to promote your starter dish uh, which you know, fair enough to the lad you know gets a few quid uh, he's got loads of cans of it in the house so he might as well use it um, so everyone's sitting around having a lovely bit of Campbell's soup and that and he's like oh, do you want you to recreate the, the pause and he does the pause and everyone's like oh Freddie you're such a laugh mate and he's like oh, hi, hi champion um, he's got, he said, what does he say because he's got a Geordie accent in this sketch <laughs> okay and uh, so everyone has, the, has their lovely soup and that, and he's all like, "Oh, he's all he's he's a starter, nice." And yeah, yeah, starter's nice. And he's uh, and he gets like he tops up everyone's little like glasses of orange juice and that. Um, he's not allowed to serve alcohol because you know, not just he's not eighteen, he's not twenty-one in the states. So he's or little orange juices for everybody. Um, and uh, and then for main course, what he does is his mam's made Freddie Adu's favourite dish which is uh, turkey dinosaurs and alphabet shapes. So they come out uh, and everyone's like, oh, wow. And like Sebastian Frey's like, looking at it like going, hmm, alphabet pom, you say? And it's like, oh, yeah, just put them all in words in that. And, uh, and so Sebastian's like, looking at him going, hmm, derivative, but we'll accept it. And, um, and then sort of like he does that and he goes, do anyone want, anyone want beans? And his mum goes, we haven't got beans. We, we didn't buy beans. You didn't ask for beans. And he went, oh, right, um, Maybe do you some red sauce then if you want. So he gets like his red sauce out, and uh, and that's that's quite nice to be honest. Nice little sort of standard tea, you know, t- 
turkey dinosaurs, alphabet shapes, bit of red sauce, and then for dessert, uh, jelly and ice cream. Nice, nice. So uh, again, like pretty pretty decent, that, I reckon. Not a, not a bad start to the day uh, to the competition. Uh, Entertainment wise, um, he's he's pushed the boat out and he's got us a bouncy castle. Oh, so I thought, you know what? He's not allowed on it though because his uh, insurance company wouldn't let him anywhere near it. <laughs> um, but everyone else is straight on. <laughs> They're having a great time. He's just got some uh, Nike Nike representatives in the corner going, "No, Freddie, you can't do that. We've signed into a million dollar yeah, contract." He's just like, oh. They're just like, he's like, can I go in the bouncy castle? They're like, no, you can't. He's like, oh, can I just play with this hose here? They're like, yeah, fine, yeah, play with the hose, whatever. But, you know, just don't step on the water either. He's like, oh, that's brilliant, isn't it? Uh, so, yeah, that's what he does. He, he sprays a water hose and everyone else jumps on a, on a bouncy castle. Nice. I like it. It's a, it's a strong start. I, I respect it. I'm, I'm, I'm slightly intrigued about Freddie Adu now being a, a young lad from the Northeast, um, and not America. <laughs> and I, I mean, I'm not, I understand. I understand that you know. I, I was basically just kind of. Do you, do you want me to do? Do you want me to do the accents for everyone? Because like, otherwise, they're they're all going to be Geordies. So. I just feel like I want to ask you: Is like everything okay? Uh, and and it was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles poster for me that really made me laugh because I was like, he absolutely was not old enough to uh, know what they were at that time. They weren't big. I don't know. They probably got it'd really be retro, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's true. That is true. All right. Okay. Good start. Good start. Good start. So we're obviously starting at Tonton Zola's place. Now, Tonton Zola, FM legend, champ man legend, certified legend. But obviously, 10102 came out. He was at Derby as a young lad, right? Coming through the ranks. And that Derby County team had many uh, inspirational character around them. But maybe none other, uh, maybe none more influential than Fabrizio Ravanelli. I'm listening. So Ravanelli has left 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 a huge impression on Tonton Zola throughout his years, and and has inspired him to really embrace Italian cuisine. So Tonton has laid out an Italian themed evening for his guests, which you know is I think is pretty highbrow, right? You know it's classy. He's got a couple of waiters in. You know when the, you know on the show when they get your mates to do be waiters. Yeah. So he's got in Malcolm Christie and Mark Poom. They're waiters <laughs> for the evening, right? <laughs> Mark Poom. Mark Poom obviously got his, his gloves on so he can take things out of the oven, right? When they're hot, <laughs> serve it up. Do you know what I mean? It makes sense, doesn't it? So he's got him in little tuxes. Malcolm Christie's looking looking lovely. He's 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 got the the, the curtains back from back in the day and guests sit down. They're reminiscing about the, the glory days and and you know Gareth Bale's like you know I've won a Champions League and everyone else is like all right mate yeah like calm down. Um, but they settle down and the free courses will now come out. So first course is uh, Vitello Tonato. Okay, nice bit of a light starter there. Mm-hmm. Get everyone in the mood, and then the main course comes out. Now this is a centerpiece, right? And Tonton's like, you know, uh, this is a I mean, I mean, dish tonight. It's a pasta carbonara, but he's like, in tribute of another Italian legend that I once played with. It's called pasta carbone, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's had a little chuckle, going, "Hey, do you ever been of carbone?" And like. And everyone's like, "Oh yeah, he's, he was a bit of a he's a bit of a character, wasn't he?" I can't really remember him playing much, but he did. So everyone's having a having a nice time reminiscing about 
our uh, good Italian players. And then um, we mentioned it at the top of the show, but they finished the evening off with a little bit of a, a gelato just to, uh, you know, whet the appetite a little bit going into the, the, the next few dinners coming up. But now, Tony, you're probably going... You've not mentioned the entertainment. And of course, because this is a classy evening, the entertainment comes after dinner and it is provided by none other than the inspiration for the evening, Ravenelli himself. <laughs> oh my goodness. The old silver fox is rocked up to Derby because apparently that's where Tontonzola lives uh, in a three-piece suit, okay? Yep. And he's turned up and he's like, hello, I'm Ravenelli um, in a weird cross between a Welsh and a Mancunian accent and he's gone we've had a lovely evening here celebrating uh, you know our achievements in life but one of my favourite achievements I've ever had is when I got a 180 while playing darts in a pub in Middlesbrough <laughs> so he's got a darts board out and everyone's going oh here we go and then you know what it's like with footballers they're all super competitive and everyone's laughing you know Gareth Bale's like oh Ravinelli tell us about when you played for Juventus and he's like oh well let me tell you about Gianluca Vialli and everyone's laughing and chortling and it's a great evening all round so that's my my first contestant there for you. I like the sound of that. I like the sound. Of, is is, is, um, is Stefan Aranio like driving everyone home? Sure. Why not? Do you know what I mean? Why not get him involved? Jim Jim Smith turns up. You know, just to make sure everyone's <laughs> behaving themselves and uh, everyone's getting on all right. So you know, but um, uh, yeah, I thought I thought Mark Poom is a very uh, capable. You know, I was going to say young man. He's not anymore. But a capable man. You know, using his gloves to take hot stuff out of the ovens. If you want lots of things carried, Mark Poom's your man, and he hands like shovels. He's a huge man, and that's it. You know, nice touch as well with the uh, with, with the gloves, so we can hold hot things. Very, very nice. I like that. All right. Well, that's my first contestant. So we now move on to our second evening and our second contestant, Tony. So why don't you paint us the picture of the second evening? So we've had a lovely time at Freddie Adu's house uh, and he, he slept really well. Like his mum said he was proper tired and that. So he slept all through the night and he woke up dead excited the next day because what he was doing, he was getting on an aeroplane to go all the way from Newcastle slash America uh, to Sweden. And he knocks on the door at Teddy Lutchich's house. Uh, well, I say house, cabin in the mountains uh, because Teddy Lutchich mm. has moved from inner city Stockholm uh, up into the mountains where he can just live a calm, tranquil uh, life of just peace and abundance. Um, he's got his wooden cottage. It's beautiful. He's got a, a hot tub, sort of jacuzzi thing in the uh, in, in the grounds. You've got a beautiful uh, view of like the, the, the lake and it's just, oh, just idyllic. You know, you, you come inside and you open the doors and it's like, it's, it's it's fresh from a magazine. Like there's no dust anywhere. Like it's almost like he's never lived in it. It's like a show home almost. And it's beautiful. He's got this roaring fire on. And Freddie's like, going, oh, have you got like, have you got? Freddie spots the TV and he's like, oh, have you got Nickelodeon? And he's like, probably. You know, we we pay for a large subscription package, so it, it may well be on there. If not, here's an iPad. Knock yourself out. And Freddie Adu's having a great time, right? So 
in everyone comes. You know, Sebastian Frey's got like a scarf on. He's looking lovely. Uh, Paul Warhurst's in. He's got a bag of duty free. He's had, he's a cracking time on the flight as well. Uh, <laughs> he got a Ryanair flight over two days ago, um, and, uh, and uh, they all sit down and that and. Um, and Teddy goes, oh, you know, welcome to my home. Oh, we have a lovely evening, you know, t- tonight for our start. And what we've done, we've, we've gone with a traditional uh, Swedish uh, feast for you this evening because, you know, um, I just wanted to give you a piece of my home uh, so you, you embrace my culture. You understand how I live and you go home feeling a little bit more nourished and and, and, and so, uh, intellectually fulfilled. And everyone's like, all right, yeah, what are we having to eat then? And he goes, oh, I've put these um, selection of, you know, cold meats and breads and cheeses and uh, fruits and bits of salad and that. It's got a name, but it doesn't really translate very well. You know, you guys will probably call it something like a smorgasbord, right? We've got that um, for a start. And everyone's going, all right, cool. And Freddie Adu's like, I've got a buffet. There's a buffet. Amazing, right? So he goes in and he like sort of scrans everything in. They're all having a lovely time in that, and of course, Frey's like sort of picking things up delicately and folding uh, cooked meats onto little wafer breads and stuff, and uh, holding it like you, you can tell how I'm holding it, can't you? When the microphone, he's got his hand tilted, um, you know, and then he yeah, sort of had the lovely little drinks and stuff, little liqueur uh, just to start to get everyone's uh, conversation going, and, and you know, fresh orange juice, of course, for for Freddie because uh, again, he's not allowed. Um, and then they sit down to 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 their. Um, their main course and teddy says look i can't get you all the way out to sweden and not offer you this dish it would almost be insulting of you to come all the way here and not sample traditional swedish meatballs and you know and that's and freddie's going like like the campbell's ones like, no, no 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 like these are proper ones freddie like they come out they're they're they don't come out of a tin and in sort of some sort of mush uh these come with 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 a specific gravy and logan berries and mashed potatoes and it's and it's lovely you know we're having a great time conversations flowing and then of course at the end he goes right it says let's have a let's get the dime bar cake going and freddie's like oh, i fucking love dime bars and like Freddie has like a big slice in that and like you see how happy he is like he's having a great time but he even he even gets seconds goes up for another little slice in that and uh and the sugar rush like gets to him and he's like he's he's giddy he's like he's sugar rushed he's uh, jet lagged he's not worked out the time difference in that and then sort of you know Teddy's sort of like oh look you need to you need to calm down a little bit Freddie it's time for the entertainment and Freddie's like oh what are we gonna do we're we gonna go for a swim we're we gonna go in the hot tub are we gonna uh look at fish and he's like no 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 no, no. like we're gonna we're going to watch a gritty Scandinavian crime drama. And everyone's like, oh, that sounds fun. And he goes, yeah, unfortunately, though, Freddie, uh, your mum says you're not allowed to watch because it's a bit too gritty. Uh, so so Freddie's a little bit upset about that. And he's like, oh. And he sort of goes, well, you know, I can't really, can't really put a gritty crime drama on that Freddie can't watch. That's not really... It's not really inclusive. It's, it's, it, it feel, I feel bad about that now. I've not really considered Freddie's feelings in all of this. Um, so instead he improvises and, and he's not much of a comedian is, is Teddy Lutchic. Uh, but he says, look, you know what? He says, I've seen this, this Alan Partridge thing that, that you've got over it in England. And, um, and he's got this program, which I think is about ABBA, uh, cause it's called Alan Partridge knowing me, knowing you. And I didn't really understand it. And it's not about ABBA at all. But I've rehearsed all of it, so I'm just going to do a recital of all of Alan Partridge uh, until you all fall asleep. And to be honest, everyone has a great time.
not quite the, the way the evening was expected to finish. I think he wanted to watch the drama, but fair play to him for improvising and taking into account the fact that he hadn't fully thought his plan through. That's what I like about Teddy Lutchic. Yeah, he's a, yeah, adaptable, adaptable player. Definitely, you're just into the, uh, the the game around him. All right, strong, solid. Uh, I feel bad for Freddie Adu, um, as always. Again, missing out on on the fun, but you know that's what happens. Right, my second contestant is Anthony Van Den Bore. Now, the thing with the thing with Anthony, you know. He's beloved by football manager players because he was a, he was a pretty good player on several editions of the game. You know, we've all had him in a team over the years. But the thing with with Anthony is that we don't really know him as a person, and we don't really know what his personality is. So Anthony sees this as an opportunity to show not only his newfound friends but the world what his interests and his hobbies are. So, you know, Gareth Bale and Stefan and Tonton turn up and knock on the door to, to Antti van der Boer's house and he opens it and the guests are greeted with purple dry ice as Anthony van der Boere appears <laughs> in an open purple frilly shirt and greets his guests. So... Gareth Bale's going, what's going on here? And, you know, Gareth's like, you know, Anthony, it's a bit, it's a bit dramatic, this. Um, like, what's what's the theme tonight? And Anthony van der Bora goes, well, see, the funny thing is, Gareth, I never really had an opportunity to tell people about my interest. And one of my biggest interests in life is the pop sensation Prince. <laughs> now, this is, this is so good, because I nearly went with this angle for Freddie Adu. <laughs> now, now... And Anthony elaborates on this further and says, well, if you look at my football and career, you know, I spent my career mostly in Belgium, but what team did I play for? I played for Anderlecht, who play in purple. And even when I went to Serie A, I briefly played for Fiorentina, that also play in purple. And everyone's like, ah, oh, right, okay. Um, so he welcomes his guests in after some cocktails, which is the starter, into the main dining room. And his guests are greeted with a table in the shape of of the prince symbol. Of course, again, it's purple. There's a bit of dry ice floating around their ankles. And again, like, you know, it's a bit much for Gareth, you know, a Welsh lad. Spent most of his time in Britain before going to Spain. He, he, he's a bit, like, taken back by this. It's a bit extra for Gareth, but he's going along with it. Uh, the main course is roasted aubergine with goulash sauce and sweet potatoes. Mm, very nice. And, of course, dessert, Tony. Can you have a guess what the dessert is? It doesn't matter, Tony, because the dessert is raspberry beret pie. Nice. Very nice. Just going to leave that silence in there. So everyone's enjoyed themselves. They've got some good food and they found found out more about Anthony and his love for Prince. And Anthony wants to make sure that he doesn't just see his guests off in a conventional way. So his entertainment for the evening is the lights dropping and the dry purple ice emerging again. And out of the dry purple ice appear Axel Witzel and Stephen DeFore, who are going to be playing the role of the revolution. And Anthony van der Bore grabs a microphone and dives headfirst into one dove's cry, absolutely smashes it, brilliant rendition of it. 
arguably up there with a the young lad that's in Romeo and Juliet when he sings it in the choir in the church. Like, oh, textbook stuff. And then in a, in a, in a flash and a, and, a, and a massive explosion of dry ice, Anthony Van der Bora disappears and the front door opens to see his guests, you know, gestures his guests towards it. And then these guests leave, slightly confused, but very much entertained. And they, they've gone away and felt like they've now known Anthony van, de, uh, van, van den Bora and the person. Just that little bit more. I like that. I like that a lot. To be honest, I thought his, uh, I thought he was going to make a, a very elaborate dessert called a Purple Rain, which would have been nice. But yeah, I genuinely, I, I was giggling away. I, I genuinely considered Freddie Ardu to do a, to do a, a, a Prince rendition as well. But so fair play, I think yours was so much more, much more well rounded, to be honest. Okay. All right. Moving swiftly on. Uh, we're up to our third contestant, Tony. So why don't you tell us what your third contestant has in store? Okay, so it's it's only a short trip, relatively speaking, I suppose, for, given Freddie's travels uh, from Sweden uh, down into France, where Sebastian Frey is uh, is living in his lovely uh, French home. Which, <laughs> I'm going to say, if you just said Sweden to France is a short trip, I said relatively. I said given <laughs> the distance that Fred that Freddie had travelled from America to Sweden it's it's okay. it's practically down the down the road isn't it so okay um, okay it's a short flight it's not like an 8 hour <laughs> flight is it so it's right it's about 3 hours maybe if okay. that on a on a plane um so anyway freddie's got no idea of time anyway you know he's young he's he still thinks like he's going to take him 50 years till he's 20 so you know he doesn't know so lots and lots of time right so the travel between uh, Sweden and France, you know, uh, Sebastian's got, you know, his lovely home all laid out and it's, it's just quintessentially French, you know, it's just everything about it is perfect. There is, of course, ambiance, which he's insisted in being installed in every room. Um, and, and he greets you at the door in a crisp, crisp white shirt, unbuttoned three buttons down, cuffs rolled up, jeans, Perfect, pristine again, of course. Shoes, which he will take off later, um, but you know he's obviously wants to to greet you formally. Um, I enters, you know, uh, he, he's developed a joke as well um, as him and Freddie do have been chatting and that, and sort of he's trying to sort of introduce Freddie to you know the the, the French way, you know, saying like, you know maybe you know you could come to France one day, and he says, oh, it's a time, Freddie. Uh, I'm going to start calling you Freddie. And you, uh, because it sounds a bit, I do, a Jew, and that he thinks it's really funny. And everyone's like, look, I'm going, shut up, Sebastian. Like, you know, like, it's not, it's not working for you, right? Your joke isn't working. He's like, ah, whatever, whatever, right? He just doesn't care at this point. He's like, it's fine. You're in my home. Therefore, I'm going to be however I want to be today. And, and today, I'm going to be charming, wonderful. I'm going to have a fantastic time. And if you don't let me joke, doesn't matter, right? Because I'm going to forget about that. So we sit down on these, crushed velvet sofas he's got like a rug he's got like beautiful paintings and artwork and there's music playing and lovely curtains it's just it's just, just really nice home you know and uh and we sit down at this long dining table um and he brings out the starter which kind of it makes freddie a little bit uncomfortable he brings out moule marinere for everyone 
and Freddy's looking at it going, I don't know what this is, right? And uh, everyone's just looking at him going, it's fine, Freddy, you'll like it. And and not only has he brought up Moule Marinere, um, Sebastian has insisted on pairing each of his courses with a specific wine for the evening as well. Uh, just to show an additional detail, because, of course, you're in France, you're going to enjoy your meal properly. So everyone's got their Moule Marinere. It's got very, 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 very crisp white wine. Paul Warhurst looked at it a little bit and went, this is a bit weird. He's had a bit anyway. And with with uh, his glass of crisp white wine, Paul Warhurst has also got a can of John Smith's um, that he's just brought from Duty Free, cracked that open, mm. and he's, he's necked that as well. And you know what? Sebastian's turned a blind eye to it, a, dis, a, a disgruntled eye at that, but he has turned an eye. So we settled out our, our starters, lovely, and we've been here about an hour and a half eating our starter because, of course, you know, we're dragging the evening out. It's big, it's food, it's conversation, it's time now for our our uh, our main course of, of, of confit duck with dauphinoise potatoes. Again, beautiful. He was going to make, he was going to make beef bourguignon, but he didn't think Freddie Adu would like it. So, you know, he thought, you know what, I'm not going to do that. And he also rejected the idea of bouillabaisse. So, interesting. He's then brought out a lovely uh, Bordeaux red to accompany the uh, the dish. And uh, I'll tell you what, right, how's about you have an incredibly indulgent chocolate fondant for your dessert? And Freddy's like, now we're talking, right? And he's starting to get a bit full, is Freddy. You know, he's had a, a rich main course. He's had a very rich dessert, you know, with a... Uh, Teddy's looking around, you know, sort of going, oh, this is... He's, he's, he's tracking the calories on his My Fitness Pal... You know, he's like, oh, I'm gonna have to work this off tomorrow. Like, really, really rich food here. Um, you know, Paul Warhurst looking around, going, how much did you pay for that painting? And, and, and you know, Sebastian's like, oh, it doesn't matter, Paul. It's just, it's just money. You know, at the end of the day, like talking like sort of these sort of these these things that mean nothing to anybody anymore. Uh, he says, I tell you what, let's let's discuss this a bit more. We'll bring out some cheese. We'll bring out some grapes. We'll have some. Uh, we'll have some uh, aperitifs. You know. Then they start to bring on the entertainment. And Sebastian says, Look, we're having a lovely evening. What we need to do now is we're going to have uh, a, a poetry reading because you know that's one of the things I enjoy is poetry reading. And we can read our poetry and that'll be lovely. And Freddie's like, oh, all right, fine, we'll read poetry and that. And Sebastian says, well, all, all we could paint. And we could paint our feelings. And Freddie's like, oh, I could do painting. That sounds fine. Um, but in the end, Sebastian decides, you know what? No, 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 I've changed my mind. I've changed my mind. It's wrong. We're not going to do painting. We're not going to do poetry. We're going to have a philosophy lecture. And for several hours, they spend the evening discussing various philosophical topics until Freddie goes to sleep and Paul Warhurst gets really angry and Teddy Lutchich and Sebastian Frey discuss the idea of electric cars and what that does for the environment. Wow. It's quite a nice evening, to be honest. I'm rarely speechless, Tony, but uh, I'm genuinely speechless. (laughs) Um, Okay. Again, this is concerning episode uh for tony jameson uh okay you you, you say chaos i bring the chaos you know yeah you do um well my my third contestant tony is the furthest thing from this evening with uh, sebastian frey um because we are of course my third contestant is stefan salakovich 
So the the thing that again with Stefan Slakovic, not much is known about him outside Sweden, obviously where he spent the majority of his, his career. But what we do know about him, Tony, is that not only was he a football player, but he is a confirmed football manager player since the early days. So apparently he goes to Tottenham Hotspurs. That's his team that he, he likes to to pick for some reason. Mm. Um, so he very much enjoys managing them. So we the 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 limited information we have on him confirms him as a gamer. All right. So with that in mind. As a knock on the door to Stefan's front door, opens up and he walks past the dining room and all the guests are kind of like, where are we going? And opens the door to a, a dimly lit basement and everyone's kind of like, what's going on here, Stefan? Until he goes, well, tonight I thought if we're having a party, I wanted to make sure we're having the best party possible. It's a fucking LAN party. Yeah. Oh my god! He's got wall-to-wall PC set up, and he hasn't got any of this new Overwatch shit on it. No, he's got original Counter Strike. He's got Unreal Tournament loaded up, and of course, he's got fo- yeah, like CMO 102. That's the game that he was good on, loaded up for a quick game. Uh, Anders Svensson sat there for some reason. He's just like, "You're all right? How's it going?" Um, and they are just like, "Oh my goodness!" Gareth Bale's losing his mind. He's like, "I used to go to internet cafes back in the day." <laughs> And, and play Counter-Strike against my mates. He's loving it. And Tonton's a little bit less familiar, but he's like, all right, this is this is interesting. He gets quite into Unreal Tournament. He likes, the, you know, the, the, the bazooka and the rocket launcher and that. So everyone's enjoying it. And it isn't until Anthony goes, Stefan, what's, what, what's the menu for this evening? You know, and Stefan goes, oh, don't worry, I thought about that. And then taps at a laminated printout on the wall to what the menu is and the menu that he set up is a starter of full fat Red Bull followed by a main course of cheesy Doritos and guacamole so he's just got you know he's got some veg in there um, but the cheesy Doritos out vastly outnumber the amount of guacamole there is uh, and then they're going to be rounding this lovely gourmet meal off with some sherbet dip dabs <laughs> and it's absolutely incredible and they are buzzing their little heads off because they are full up of sherbet dip dabs and they're going at it all night and they lose track of time it's three o'clock in the morning by the time they're finished you're probably thinking well matt what's the entertainment well that's the thing the entertainment is the party and everyone's like stefan's nailed this he's getting tens all round for this and everyone just leaves going that's stefan Salakovic. what an absolute legend poggers I'm all over that. I think that's brilliant. <laughs> it's 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 com- it's the complete opposite of Sebastian Frey's night, isn't it? It is. It's a palate cleanser to uh, <laughs> to Sebastian Frey's night. <laughs> all right. Well, we've pretty much outlaid the majority of this this series of episodes so far. So let's round this off, Tony. Tell us about your fourth contestant and and their evening of fun. So we've had a lovely time so far, you know, traveling around. Uh, we've been to Freddy's, we've been to Teddy's, we've been to Sebastian's. We're now back off uh, up to the UK, up to the north of the UK as well. And we have to specify that we're in the north of the UK because we're coming to see Paul Warhurst and he's going to put on an evening to like no other. 
I think is, is how he's described it. Um, and we go to his, uh, rented accommodation cause, um, his wife's just left him. So he's in rented accommodation. Um, you go in through the front door and two dogs bark and come at you very quickly. And he's forgotten he hasn't locked them in the kitchen. So Freddy's like shit himself straight away. He's like, the fucking dogs, man. Like he's not a fan. Um, you know, so that's that even started badly, to be honest. Uh, Paul War- Paul Warhurst actually forgot they were coming, to be honest. So he's, he's answered the door with no shirt on. He's like, oh, soz, lads. Uh, give us a second. Um, I thought you were meant to turn up an hour later and he, he'd been sleeping most of the day. Um, he, and he, he looked in a bit of a bad way, to be honest, but I'm sure he's fine, right? Um, so everyone comes in and that and, and you know, they sort of, they make their way to the, uh, to the, to the two seater sofa that's in the front room and, um, Freddie, you know, asks if he can watch the telly and Paul says, uh, yeah, you can, but it's just the, just the usual four channels, mate. Um, and Freddie's like, oh, what about, what about, have you not got Sky? And he's like, no, no, I've not got Sky, no. And, and like, I've not got Sky. And, and then Teddy goes, four channels, Paul. There's like, there's, there's five standard channels in, in, in the UK. And he went, no, I, I still can't get channel five. Like, I, I, I've tried years. I still can't get it. So I've only got four. And, um, and Freddie's like, oh, all right, I'll just, I'll just, um, I'll just listen to my music. And so Freddie puts his music on for a little bit. And, you know, and Sebastian's sort of like going, well, you know, he's stroking the dogs and that. Um, having a nice time. Teddy's having a bit of a look around and sort of basically just suggested to Paul where he could save, save space, to be honest. He's like, oh, this pile of stuff here, you know, you could build a little shelf that would be nice. Took it in there and that would make the room look bigger. Um, and Paul's like, oh, I'm only here for a little bit, man. I'll be back in, I'll be back up on my feet soon. I'll be living in like a, in, in like a three bedroom place. Honestly, man, like, I'm all right. Just don't worry about me. Um, he says, I'll get you something to eat, right? Like, sit yourselves down. We'll, we'll have some, we'll have some tea and we'll get started. And, uh, and Paul, Paul's a man of simple pleasures, right? So for starter, uh, what he does, he wants to make sure everyone's had a good feed. He's got proper northern working class upbringing. So you're not getting like a little, like, sort of starter, which you look at it and go, it's, oh, it's beautiful. It's, but it's really small. So Paul Warhurst has made everyone a plowman's lunch for a starter. Okay, and it's it's a substantial one as well, like proper slabs of bread, like really nice thick cheese, Branston pickle, a, a jar of pickle for everybody. You get a jar of pickle each. Um, he's got packets of crisps. Uh, he's got a steak, a stash of pickled eggs as well. If anyone wants one, you can have a pickled egg. Um, Freddie, I do spotted scampi fries. He's like, no, 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 they're for later, mate. Don't have them later on. So everyone's having a lovely uh, plowman's lunch there. He puts a bag of cans on the table um you know so the john smiths is flowing from the cans like oh like he hasn't got glasses from like you know freddie like sebastian Frey's asked for like a glass and he's looked at him as if to go like you can have a cup and he's given him like a sports direct mug to pour his beer into to drink out of because if he doesn't want to drink out of a can um and ironically the full the full can doesn't even fill the sports direct mug because they're that big uh, they're like eight pints or something. So Sebastian Fraser sat drinking out with Sports Direct mug and that. And they've had a lovely plowman's lunch. And, uh, and Paul, you know, has told them some stories about that time he was at Sheffield Wednesday. And then that, um, that time he was at Blackburn. And then that time he was at Bolton. And after that, everyone went, but Paul, what's, these stories are really going nowhere. And he went, I'll go and get you, I'll go and get your main course. 
right? And and he, he really like really like offended him a bit, and it's like, well, fine, I'll go and get your main courses, right? So he comes out, brings the main courses out, um, and the main course is steak and kidney pie, not steak and ale pie. Obviously, he's going steak and kidney, and um, once cooked chips. Because uh, Paul thinks if you've got cooked chips twice or three times, you've not cooked them properly the first time, right? So, or he reckons that twice cooked chips is just putting them back in. So, once cooked chips, peas, gravy, pint of gravy each, obviously, uh, mashed potato, and other frozen veg. So he's got a collection of vegetables that he's just put in the microwave, um, and then he's he's decided right they can go there as well, and. Um, and then everyone's having a lovely time eating their their pie and their mashed potatoes and their vegetables, and he's having a good. More cans, you know, he's got more cans coming out, and it's just oh, I've just chucked the empties on the floor, and I'm not fussed. Like you know, landlords are not going to uh, say anything to me. I've got these big dogs, and everyone's like, oh, this is turning weird. Um, and you know, they finish their main course, and it's time for dessert. And Freddie's looking forward to dessert because he's heard so much about this dessert. He's really, really excited. And Paul's like, look, what you do, right? Is, is this is one of the poshest things you're gonna, you're ever gonna see. Uh, and Freddie's like, oh, this is gonna be great. And Paul brings out a Sarah Lee chocolate gato. Yes. Uh, to share between everyone with the choice of single or double cream. Mm. So that's, that's pretty nice, isn't it? Freddie tries the single cream first and he's like, I think that's just milk. It's just dripped off and then he gets the double cream and he's confused because that's a bit too heavy. So he doesn't really know which one he wants. So he asks for a bowl of each. Um, so again, he's sneaky as Freddy, I do. Gets two cake each time, right? So two gatos for Freddy. Everyone has a lovely time chatting away, finishing off their desserts. Out come the after eight mints. He's got a box of after eight mints, and he not after eights, obviously, like you know, Lidl's version of after eights. Uh, chocolate thins, I think they are, with a bit of mint uh, in the middle, and he puts them down and filter coffee. I mean, we say filter coffee; it's it's just instant coffee, and he's got no milk. So he figured that was what filter coffee was. So we end the evening with just a, a cup of black coffee, really. And, and you know, Sebastian's really confused because it's in the same cup as his old beer was. And I don't think Paul's really washed it out either. So uh, they finish up that. And they're, they're, so, they, you know, it's been nice. They've had, you know, they've, they've bonded. They've spent a lot of time in each other's company. It's time to finish the week of celebrations off. And Paul says, for the entertainment... Uh, I'm known as Mr. Versatile, he says. And when you all got your invites to come to my house for, for your, um, for your, for your lovely evening, I said that you all need to bring a board game. And Paul asked for everyone to bring a board game because he's Mr. Versatile. He reckons he can beat anyone at any board game. And so what they do is they all bring their board games, right? And they have a lovely time playing board games. They've got Balder Dash. Uh, they've got Mouse Trap. Uh, they've got battleships, uh, and Paul's playing these games. He brings out his own, uh, board game. He's got Connect Four. He likes Connect Four. Um, playing all those. And at the same time, just to make it hard, he asks everyone to do him a quiz about, uh, the TV commentator, Brendan Foster. Okay. I didn't quite know how to finish the story, but I figured that the putting Brendan Foster in there would be quite good. I also had a reference to darts, but figured because you'd gone with there with uh, with uh, Ravenelli, I was like, right, I'm scrubbing the darts bit out straight away. So I just went with uh, with with the voice of the North, Brendan Foster, instead. Solid, solid Stockport lad is is our Paul Warhurst. 
you know, he's a he's 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 a man of many talents. Can't knock it. Can't knock it. All right. Well, my fourth contestant and and my fourth uh, dinner of of the week is a little bit more highbrow than than Paul Warhurst, unfortunately, because we're going to be popping over to Gareth Bale's house now. Obviously, Gareth's lived in Madrid recently, and he's obviously down playing in London at the minute, but he's always maintained a house in Cardiff, Wales. Um, so everyone's popped along to Cardiff and knocked on the door. And, you know, it's, it's quite a nice modern house. It's quite spacious and quite big, so everyone's a bit, like, intrigued to come in. To come in. So Gareth welcomes everyone in, and as he's welcoming everyone in, he goes, here's your programme for, for this evening's, you know, entertainment and and food. And everyone's like, all right, this this will be good. So everyone just opens it up and it's just one page and it just reads on it, golf, dinner, dessert, in that order. So everyone's gone, I mean, it's to the point, fair enough. So Gareth's like, we're going to go and play some golf. And everyone's like, what? So Gareth Bale takes him through his big modern house that's on like, you know, grand designs and whatever. And out back, he's got a driving range. And everyone's like, "Bloody hell, he's, he's done all right, hasn't he? he? You know he's won a, you know he's won a Champions League, right? Like, bloody hell, you know European ch- Championship semi finalist, this guy." And so everyone's enjoying having a couple of rounds of golf, smashing the ball down the the, the fairway. They've got champagne being delivered as a, you know, in between long drives, and everyone's having a great time. And everyone's sort of like, you know, going like, "Oh, Gareth, you know, we didn't realise that you loved golf this much." And he's like, "I've made it quite clear about how much I love golf." So they've had a great time. So, you know, Gareth's gone gone a bit early with the entertainment, but it's, you know, shaking things up. So everyone makes their way inside after they've had a, a couple of couple of rounds of golf and a bit of champagne, and they sit down to their three-course meal. So, you know, I mentioned it. We're still in Cardiff, Wales there, and Gareth's gone with pretty solid Welsh delicacies in this meal. He's obviously opened things up with leek soup. Nice. He's followed that up with a main course of lamb and leek pie with proper chips, you know, thick cut chips, mm. right? Uh, and then he's, he's polishing all that off with a lovely bit of Iceland's jam roly-poly. Oh, oh, with custard as well. Oh, with custard. you More custard than you can muster. Like powdered um, powdered bird stuff. Oh, yeah, the proper stuff, the proper stuff. So everyone's like, do you know what, this is quite good. Everyone's a little bit hungry from the night before, obviously, because they're all knackered. They've been staying up at Stefan's and not really had any had, had any food, so they're all coming down off their caffeine high. Um, but they've had a quite a nice meal here, and, and everyone's quite enjoying this. And then Gareth's like, well, the evening isn't over. He's like, I'm not going to leave you, you know, cold at the end of the night. So I would like to introduce for this evening my musical guest. And Tony, I can't believe it. It's Tim Sparv, isn't it? Oh my god, Tim Sparve's turned up with his bloody acoustic guitar. Because obviously, you know, Tim Sparve, right, and Gareth Bale, they're mates from Southampton's Academy back in the day. So Tim Sparve's come in. He's only playing bloody Land of Our Fathers, or Land of My Fathers, on, on the acoustic guitar, and he's singing it in Welsh. Oh my god, Tim Sparve. You know, come on down. What a what a performance from Tim Sparf. So everybody gives him a round of applause. There's a tear in Gareth's eye and he's saying, you know, it just reminds me of that goal I scored against England in 2016 and when Hal, Hal Robson Carney turned into Messi for 30 seconds. Like, it just it chokes him up with, with Welsh pride and everyone's like, what a beautiful evening. And then and Tim Sparf goes, and for my next number, I'm going to play 
won the war by Oasis. And oh, Gareth's like, oh, I knew I shouldn't have invited you. Get back in there. I should have given bloody Theo Walcott a ring. He wouldn't have tried to play bloody Wonderwall in this. So, you know, it's a beautiful rendition of, of the, the Welsh National Anthem, but he's kind of ruined it again. Because bloody Tim Sparv, isn't it? He's always kind of ruined it. So Gareth, Gareth kind of shoes him off. But, you know, for the most part, it's an enjoyable evening had by all. They've enjoyed the cuisine, they've enjoyed a bit of golf, and they enjoyed a bit of uh, an acoustic number by uh, Gareth's old mate Tim Sparth. So that's how we're rounding out the week. Love it. Love it. I love I love how I love how Tim Sparth just rocks up constantly going, well, is there is there a shindig slash gathering? Oh I'll get my guitars. <laughs> yeah, he's always got his guitar, is that Tim Sparth? All right, well we need to decide who's gonna win our our, our contest. I, I I know who my pick is, so I'm gonna let you go first for your week. Who's oh actually should, do you know what we should do? I should pick the winner of your week. And you should pick the winner of my week. Oh, that's a good shout, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that. All right. Okay, I'm picking your the winner of your week, hands down. It just it just spoke to me on many levels. Paul Warhurst, nice. hands down. What an evening. What an evening. <laughs> I like that. I appreciate that, man. And, and, and likewise, for you, it's, it's Stefan Salakovic. Like, what? Oh, I get it. What, what are we going? Right, we're not eating. We're just getting sugared up and we're playing video games. Perfect. Legend. Absolute legend. Unreal tournament. Can you believe you still got it? He's got PCs with a disk drive. What a madhead. <laughs> unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right. Well, there, there are our pitches for our new tv series that will never get made but we're gonna throw it over to you which out of our episodes have been your favorite is it tony series or is it my series you can let us know on twitter and on our discord so tony where can people find you on twitter and discord and beyond to let you know uh, their thoughts on your your quite wonderful week of tv I appreciate that, man. Thanks. If you, yeah, if you want to be part of, of, of Team Tony, then obviously, well, well, you know what? Let's let's do it. Let's hashtag it. Hashtag Team Tony, uh, and it's uh, it's at Tony Jameson on Twitter. Uh, there's the link to the Discord on my uh, on my bio there as well. Which, if you're in Discord, it's TJFM Discord. Um, come along and, and do that. Of course, you can also come and and, and tell us about your know, Team Tony. Uh, meals over on Twitch as well. I stream on a Wednesday night and a Sunday night. Twitch.tv forward slash Tony Jameson FM. And Matthew, what about yourself? Where can people get behind hashtag at Matt Team Matt? Yeah. Um, Matt, uh, uh got me, got me all confused there. I wasn't, I wasn't paying attention. Uh, <laughs> Sh- shall I do that again? No, Sorry. it's fine. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at M Richards Hose to let me know if you thought, um, my week was, the bear week, I guess. Um, everyone's gonna love Stefan Slakovic's evening. Let's be, let's be honest, because we're all gamers here. Um, and yeah, you can come and do that. You can also find more content from both myself and Tony and beyond again at patreon.com forward slash football manager therapy. We have got one tier on there. It's three pound a month and it just helps support this podcast while we give back a little bit of content. So. We've reshaped it recently, so what you're getting now is uh, an extra podcast a month. Uh, this month we are doing probably going to be two because the the previous month was a little bit late coming. But we've got a, a chat between me and actor, poet, writer, rapper, podcaster, all the things, uh, and a football manager player, Scroobius Pip. Um, we sat down and we had a chat about how he is slipping back into his addiction, how he fills his time when he's on tour or on set. Um, yeah, we had a nice little catch up. It was a, it was a, it was a fun little chat. 
Um, and then later on in the month, me and Tony are going to be doing an episode as well. So there's loads of content on there. I've started streaming on Thursdays as well as like a bit of a, a bit of an extra thing. So if you want to go and get involved in that, that is patreon.com forward slash football manager therapy. It's £3 a month. You get this podcast a day early as well. And you also get access to a Discord channel where we tend to put all our Patreon ideas before we actually do them in there. So you kind of get a bit of a, an idea about what's coming up on Patreon before everybody else. So that's good. Um, yeah. And of course, we always shout out for charities and foundations on this podcast they are the lgbt foundation black minds matter uk mind uk and war child four incredible courses that we encourage you to go and check out um, and support if you can all their details as every other bit of detail from this podcast are in the description uh, right that's that's all we've got time for on this nonsense that is this week's episode we hope you had fun we hope you distracted you a little bit and made you laugh and made you go yeah i reckon gareth bale would have a driving range in his back garden um and basically accompanied you during your week but in the meantime until we see you again take care of yourselves and we'll see you next week on football manager therapy (laughs) 